Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So yesterday, I had an opportunity to speak with Shachi Curl, the executive director of the Angus Reid Institute. They had a very interesting poll of uh, people right across this country. And the objective was to find out how the West feels about the East, how the East feels about the West, where Central Canada fits in, how we see one another, and whether or not we are a fractured federation. Shachi, this poll is uh, part two of a four-part series. So can we start by asking you for a reminder about what the series is about and what the issue is? Well, really what the series is about and what the issues are, are Western Canada's place in, in confederation and really sort of looking at Western Canadian identity, the issues that sort of galvanize the four most Western provinces of Canada, the issues that, that split them apart. And sometimes I think that the preconceived notions about what West, what defines Western Canada that people, you know, Ontario East might have, but aren't necessarily shared Ontario West. So, uh, you know, we're a big country and, uh, you know, you look at the pipeline debate, the carbon taxation debates that have really galvanized and gripped the country over the last couple of years. And it, you know, all roads, uh, literally and, and figuratively speaking, seem to lead to the West when we talk about these issues. And so uh, it was high time to take a look at it. Um, the Angus Reid Group looked at it way back in 1991. And so we thought, time to look at Western Canadian issues again. And that is what we're doing as Western Canada takes on more importance economically and also just in terms of growth and population. More people are settling in the western part of the country, if you look at census data, than they are in Quebec and the Maritimes, and therefore, you know, their importance is rising, and uh, and it's it's time to take a deep dive. You know, I have the opportunity uh, each Saturday and Sunday to speak to people in Western Canada, in uh, the four Western Canadian provinces, and also in Ontario. And I do know, based on the calls and any communication I have from the West, that Western Canada feels alienated, feels left out of the decision-making process in as fundamental reality as a federal election. Callers will say, by the time we get to counting votes in Western Canada, the election result is often determined already, and by voting in Quebec and Ontario. Is that, if I can just look at a fundamental issue, is that one of them that, you know, by the time we get to the table, the, the dinner's already been consumed? To an extent, that continues to be the case. And I mean, I, you know, what, what do we do about that? Blame Sir Sanford Fleming for, for time zones? Like, what can, what can we do yeah. about that piece of it? But certainly, if there is something that really binds the four Western provinces together, it's actually not that they agree on policy entirely and in lockstep. It's not that they agree politically on a lot of issues. But when you ask people in B.C., Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba, do you feel 
like Western Canada has enough political influence in this country? The answer overwhelmingly in each of those four provinces is no. And if you ask, do you feel that the economic clout that Western Canadian provinces hold uh, is is recognized? Uh, the answer, again, overwhelmingly is no. And, you know, I think back, and, and, and Roy, you would know this, uh, and, and so many of our listeners would. I think back to the rise of reform, um, you know, way back in the late 80s, early 1990s. And, and of course, that was the, the mantra, the tagline was the West wants in. I don't think this is any more about the West wanting in. It's the West wants respect. The West wants to see a balancing of, of the skewing of that power that still stays uh, focused in Ontario and Quebec, because as I said, the West is actually the part of the country that's growing the most. Right. Now, who's most upset in Western Canada, and where is the frustration specifically or mostly directed toward? Well, uh, big surprise on that front. Alberta is is feeling the most roiling and simmering resentment, and uh, a great deal of their ire and unhappiness and anger is aimed at Quebec. Uh, interestingly, when we ask the question across the country, um, is there a province that you feel is getting a, a, a sweeter deal than the rest, uh, that's getting more than it gives? Um, 53% of Canadians do identify Quebec. What's notable about that is it includes nearly a fifth of Quebecers themselves, which is a significant number within mm-hmm. the province of Quebec. Yeah. Now, um, the the uh, flip side to that is, do you feel like there's a province that's getting a raw deal? Is it is it giving more than it gets? The question on that front is is less, it's less decisive. The answer is less decisive. But indeed, about a third of the people in this country think that, that the answer to that is Alberta, and uh, and that is the, that's the most frequent answer on the lips of Canadians. What about British Columbians? What are they saying? Well, British Columbians are an interesting bunch in terms of where they see themselves in Confederation and where they see themselves in in in, in sort of this whole equation. What I note is that the three biggest provinces, popula- uh, population wise, and in terms of their economies, you look at Ontario, you look at Quebec, you look at British Columbia. Each of them are all just sort of dancing to their own beat. They're doing their own thing, and nowhere does that sort of feel um, more more powerful than in uh, in British Columbia, where, you know, we're on the other side of the Rockies, uh, there is a big physical divide, there is the divide of distance. This is a province, you know, I'm standing in downtown Vancouver uh, just today, as we're, as we're talking, Roy, and this is, this is a province that sort of looks out to the Pacific Ocean, and it looks south to Washington State, uh, Oregon, California, and there is a, a sense of divide between BC and the rest of the country on that front. Now, the uh, the polls, the, the headline is, or the title is, Fractured Federation. Is our federation fractured? And let me just add this to, I suppose it's not as an answer, but as some, an addendum. That is essentially what the Premier of New Brunswick, Blaine uh, Higgs, said on this program just before Christmas when he said, we have to decide whether Canada is a nation or an ocean. So are we a fractured federation? Well, it would seem, based on how people are feeling today, that there are elements of fracture. Mind you, you know, Roy, there have been elements of fracture to the Federation going back to its its very roots, its very beginnings. Um, so, you know, we're a big, 
big country geographically. There will always be competing national priorities. There will always be competing provincial priorities. Some of the resentments that uh, dogged uh, this country 50 years ago linger and remain. Others are new. Um, I, I would not suggest a counter to the narratives of many politicians and, and others that, you know, we're one big happy family all singing kubaya. I feel that Canada, as I look at it today, as I look at these data and these statistics, feels more like a business partnership than, than, a, than an emotional one. And maybe that's okay. You know, maybe that's all right, too, in that I think ultimately even Quebec, you look at what's happened with the sovereignty movement it, there, nobody seems very keen on separating uh, in Quebec. Um, you know, maybe people have figured out that we're better together doesn't necessarily mean that we love each other. Shachi, thank you very much for the time. Always good talking to you. It's my pleasure. So there's Shachi Curl. She's the executive director of the Angus Reid Institute. And this is how we see each other in this country. We've always been somewhat fractious, but I, I don't recall it being as fractious as it is now, previously. And you remember Blaine Higgs, the Premier of New Brunswick, saying on this program just before Christmas that we have to decide whether Canada is a notion or a nation. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.